Oftentimes, as Dharma teachers, at this time of the year, we give uh, Dharma talks that pertain in some way to the ending of the old year and the beginning of the new year. So, not one to be an exception. Uh, the talk that I offer today will, uh, to some extent, be in that vein. I want to talk about the path, the path, uh, you know, our our day to day uh, process, our practice, the way we live our lives as Dharma students is a one of following the path. Uh, and it's important to understand. Uh, that it is a path. Uh, we often say that this is a path to true happiness. Uh, true happiness is where the path leads us. Uh, the path leads to a goal. The path leads to a goal. So as we move along the path, we, we, we know true happiness, but it's important to understand that what we're doing and following the path is leading us to a goal. There's a sense of purpose. There's a, uh, a goal in mind. And you know that keeps us on the path, that keeps us oriented to the path. Uh, the path leads to a goal. So this is right view. Uh, right view is the path leads to true happiness. Uh, I'm on this path and I am headed toward, moving toward true happiness. So that orients us to, to what we do. It orients us to what we do in following the path. So, right view guides us on the path. Uh, it's not a path that uh, 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 doesn't have uh, some very specific markings and a very specific goal that we're going to, going toward. Each of us has to find our way to that goal. And for each of us, it's a little bit different. Uh, but if we're following the path, you know, we're all heading to the same goal. We're heading to the goal of true happiness. Uh, so it's a path that leads to true happiness. Uh, this is an important element, <coughs> excuse me, of right view, of understanding uh, what we're doing. We're going towards true happiness. Uh, what right view uh, orients us to is that uh, it's the development of skillfulness, skillful qualities, like the qualities we're developing in concentration. It's the development of skillful action. It's the uh, cultivation of skillful action that leads to true happiness. So this is right view. So in being on the path, uh, we are cultivating skillful qualities. We are cultivating skillful action. Because that's the path that leads to true happiness. And what right view uh, tells us, this understanding, is that what's skillful, uh, the qualities that are skillful, the action that is skillful, are uh, the qualities and the actions that are informed by the heart, by wisdom, by compassion, and loving kindness. So in following the path, we cultivate qualities that are informed by the heart, we take action that's informed by the heart. This is what leads us to true happiness. See, the Buddha lays it all right out for us, right? It's not, so much, it's not a guessing game. What am I supposed to do? He tells us where we're going, right? If you're following this path, this is where you're going. He kind of tells you what it is you need to do. Now, for everybody that's, uh, you know, from day to day is going to mean different things. 
tells us that if we can abandon suffering, uh, we'll be able to take skillful action that will lead to true happiness. This is why we seek to abandon suffering. Uh, when we're abandoning suffering, where, as we've talked about so much uh, in, these, in these Sunday mornings, when we're abandoning suffering, we're abandoning that which is blocking off the heart. We're abandoning aversion and desire. Uh, we're therefore able to act more and more with wisdom, with compassion, and loving kindness, take skillful action, and move towards true happiness. You know, so this is why we make this effort to let go of, I mean, I know we all want to hold on to our desire and our anger and our aversion and our resentment. The problem with that is it doesn't lead us to true happiness. So this is why we do what we do on this path, why we make this effort to, to abandon those qualities, to abandon what's blocking the heart, because when we're able to be connected to the heart, to the extent that we are, and in this lifetime we'll never ever probably be fully connected to the heart, but the more we're connected to the heart, the more we can develop in skillfulness, the more we can develop skillful qualities, take skillful action, and therefore move towards true happiness in life. The path is guided by right view. The path is guided by right view. The path, though, is, is a path. It's a path, so it's a process. It's a process of unfolding action. Uh, as I said, we kind of know where we're going. Uh, we know some basic things about what we have to do to get there. We know some basic things about what we have to do to get to the goal. We have to take action that's informed by love and compassion. We have to develop these qualities that are skillful, really, that are qualities that enable us to take action that's informed by the heart. Uh, so we know some basic things about what we have to do, uh, but the path is based on your actions. You know, your actions, as I always like to say, you know, from year to year, from day to day, from moment to moment. So the path is based on your actions, the actions that you decide to take. Yeah. The actions very specific, and everybody has different actions that they're going to take that are going to be in accord with the path. The degree to which you're on the path is the degree to which you decide to take actions that are informed by the heart and that you take those actions. You know, so those could be the actions that we're going to take over the course of this year, the actions that we take from day to day, the actions that we take in any given moment, just like this moment right now, you know, we're, you're, you're, I'm engaged in the act of speaking, you're engaged in the act of listening, we're all in the, in the, engaged in the act of being here together with each other. You know, uh, the degree to which we're doing that in accord with the heart, with compassion, with loving kindness for ourselves and each one of us really determines the degree to which we're on the path right now in this moment. So it really depends on your action. You know, it's what you're doing. It's what you're doing in any given moment, on any given day, in the course of any given year. Which kind of makes it hard, you know, because we sort of want to, we sort of want things to happen to us, right? You know, but we have to make the path. I mean, I always use these very, immediate examples, but the class is a perfect example, you know. Uh, 
I mean, you could come to the class and you know you sort of want that to be all that you have to do in order to be on the path, but it's really not about just that, right? That's kind of a good example of wanting things to happen. All right, I turn on Zoom, I go to the class, and now I'm on the path. No, you're on the path to the extent that you're here with compassion and loving kindness. You see the difference there? It's something that you're doing. And everybody here is doing it a little bit differently, and everybody here is meeting up against different obstacles based on their karma. And everybody here is going to have to use different ways of fabricating the intention to be here wholeheartedly. I mean, I'm just using this as a little microcosm, but it's just this little piece of life that we have right now in this moment. I mean, that's really what it means to be in the, on the path. It doesn't, it's not just coming to the class, right? And hoping something will happen. I mean, you could come to the class and hate what I'm saying, and now you're like way off the path. You could be here right now and be so far off the path. I have a way of doing that to people sometimes, you know. Uh, so, uh, so, you know, I mean, I think part of coming to the class, of course, is we see each other and, you know, we feel that love in the heart and that joy in being together and that informs our action of being here. So making the path for everyone is a little different based on your karma. So you have to make your way. You have to make your way. And this is what the Buddha is saying to the Kalamas in that much understood, understood sutta, you know, uh, where you know the Kalamas said to the Buddha, the people of the Kalamas said to the Buddha, you know, all these teachers, all these spiritual leaders are coming here and they're telling us to believe this and that and to do this and to do that. And the Buddha said, don't, don't go by what anybody tells you. Look and see for yourself what is in support of your well-being. And then, of course, he gives uh, certain uh, parameters. He said, you know, is aversion and desire in support of your well-being? They said, well, no, usually not. He said, well, then don't act in a way that is informed by aversion and desires, love and kindness and compassion in support of your well-being and your happiness in this life. They said, yes, well, then take action that's in support of loving kindness and compassion. But you have to look for yourself and see for yourself what's in support of loving kindness and compassion for yourself. And you have to carve that pathway forward by understanding what it is that you need to do that's in support of your heart, in support of love for yourself and others, and then taking those actions. That's what that whole suit is about. You know, you have to see for yourself and then you have to take action based on your own understanding, the discernment and wisdom in your own heart. So the path is this process that's, that's unfolding, right? That's unfolding. You know, the way that you are in this group today is different than the way you were last week if you were here or a year ago. You know, we're getting close to two years. You know, the way that you are in a Dharma room is different than the way that you were 10 years ago. I know for me, it's certainly so different than the way it was 20, 30 years ago. The path is constantly unfolding. It's not so much about the things that I've learned in terms of the suttas and this, that. It's the quality of wholeheartedness, you know, that we learn to bring to whatever it is we're doing. Again, I'm just using the example of the class. 
you know, for a lot of us, you know, we, we go to more classes and we, we practice more because we understand that that's what supports our hearts, you know. So we make the path based on understanding what's in support of the heart. Uh, and that's always a process of changing and moving further along toward the goal. Moving further along toward the goal. So it's not static, is what we're saying. You know, it's not static. I mean, that's really what this talk is about, is that the path is not static. You know, we keep moving forward, we keep growing, we keep changing. And what that means is that our actions change. Part of what changes is the quality of wholeheartedness of our actions. Part of it is the actions ourselves. And the actions that we choose to take. There's a very uh, famous sutta in the canon, uh, the simile of the raft. Many of you may know that simile, uh, you, know, you know, in which the Buddha says to the monks, uh, you know, if you come across a river, you know, you have to build a raft to get across the river. Crossing the river is a, is a classical metaphor for uh, moving across the river of suffering towards happiness. So if you come to a river, you have to build a raft to get across the river. You take that raft across the river, you get on, on it and you cross the river on that raft that you build. And then he says to the monks, once you cross the river, do you just put the raft, raft on your back and just keep walking you know, through the desert or the jungle or wherever you are? And, then, and he said, no, you put the raft down, you move forward, and then when you get to the next river, you build another raft. You know, that's our practice, you know. You know, we, the raft that got you through 2021, you know, is not the raft that's going to get you through 2022. The raft that got you through yesterday isn't the raft that's going to get you through today. Every day, you know, you have to build a new raft to get across that river because every day is different. And we're growing and we're changing and we're coming up against different rivers. So how do we make the path? How do we build that raft, right? How do you build the raft? What are the, what are the tools we use? What's the material that we use to build the raft? It's, in Buddhism, it's the mind, right? You know, it's the mind. Uh, the term that we use is fabrication. It's the way that we think. It's the way that we think. We make the path by using the mind in a skillful way. That's what we call fabrication. So we make the path with our thoughts and the way that we think. That's intention, right? Uh, so the Buddha said, well, that we are begins with our thoughts. With our thoughts, we make the world. We make that raft across the river with our thoughts, with our thinking. The thoughts themselves are not the goal. They're the raft that gets us across the river. Yeah. What allows us to, so in other words, to get across these rivers of suffering, to get further along the path, we have to think in a way that's more and more skillful. We have to think in a way that's more and more skillful, which really to a large extent means considering what we're doing, using thought to consider consider what we're doing, where am I going, what do I need to do that's going to move me towards true happiness, to ask those questions. A lot of our thinking is about the questions that we ask and then setting the intention, I'm going to do this with compassion. 
you know, and what allows us to do that, you know, is concentration and jhana enables us to slow down enough and, and for there to be enough silence and stillness, like I talked about last week, so that we can ask the questions. Most people never ask these questions. They're just going to use the same raft that they've used all the time, you know, and just go from one day to the next to the next, you know. The concentration allows us to fabricate. The silence allows us to understand. So we use fabrication uh, in the service of asking, what is it that I need to do? I mean, this all seems like really simple stuff, you know? And I mean, I talk about this a lot, but like this stuff that's like really simple is, is, is like so profound. It's like so profound. Uh, and again, most of us aren't taking the time to do these things. And part of the reason is we're not slowed down enough or silent enough to be able to ask the questions or hear and understand what it is that we need to do and be connected enough to the heart to be able to do it from the heart. But we use fabrication to ask, what is it that I need to do to move towards true happiness? What direction do I need to go in this year, today, right now, in this moment? You know, instead of going through the motions, instead of going through the motions, So you don't you really use the fabricate, you know, we don't use thinking. This is kind of like a very Western, you know, I'm going to use my thinking to figure out what I need to do to be happy. That's not what we use thinking for, you know, in the Dharma. You use thinking in order to pose the questions and cultivate so that you can know uh, the truth in the heart, so that you can know where the path is leading you, so that you can know what you need to do that's skillful use thinking to cultivate those skillful qualities of concentration so that you can be connected to the heart. But we're not trying to figure out what to do using the mind. We're using the mind so that we can connect to the heart and to a deeper understanding, right? You know, that's, that's the raft that's going to get us across the river. So we learn to ask questions. What direction do I need to go in? How am I going to get to that place of true happiness? How can I grow? How can I move forward? How can I move further towards true happiness? What's the next thing? What's the next thing? I mean, you have to find your questions because it's your path. You have to find your questions. What's next? What's this year? leading to? What am I going to do this year? What am I going to do today? What am I going to do right now? I mean, those are three levels of ways of thinking. What am I going to do in terms of my practice? It's not just your practice, right? I mean, it's really your life. What am I going to do in terms of my practice? What am I going to do in terms of my life? Can I integrate? Maybe that's the question. Is this, maybe this will be the year when I really integrate my practice in my life, when my life really becomes my practice. How can I do that? So asking the questions, we make the path. You know, that's what the Buddha did, you know? 
is the way I'm living leading towards true happiness? What do I need to do to get towards true happiness? Is there a true happiness? I mean, he sort of answered that question for us. There is a true happiness. He found a path that led there, but each of us has to kind of find our own way along that path. You know, you make your own path. It's your path. You make the path by, by walking. You know, so it's your path this year, today, right now, in this moment. So what does that mean? When we stay to the path, you know, and when we stay to those questions, the more we stay with those questions, you know, with that goal in mind, you know, I'm moving towards this goal. How am I going to get there? What do I need to do to get there? You know, uh, you know, it's joyful. It's often hard because we, you know, we, you know, we question. There's a lot of doubt, right? We talk about doubt all the time, you know. Uh, it's difficult. It's a difficult path. It's a countercultural path. Uh, uh, you know, we make mistakes, and a lot of the learning about where we need to go and what we need to do comes through our mistakes, right? You know, it's like, what do I need to do? Well, let me do this. Uh, that wasn't the right. Up, uh, I gotta do something else. I have to try something else. You know, that's a big part of the process. You know, we want to know exactly. You know, and we don't know, just like the Buddha don't didn't know. You know, uh, but if we if we stay to the path with the goal in mind, you know, if we if we if we are committed to a path that leads to true happiness, it's joyful. You know, it's joyful when we know we're heading towards a good destination. Our time is well spent. Our time is well spent in this life. You know. I mean, I always say, you know, it's like I don't know how far along the path I'm going to get, or if I'm ever going to get to that place of, you know, true happiness, you know, but, but it's a joyful path. It's a joyful, it's joy, it's nothing else I'd rather be doing. There's nothing else I'd rather be doing. It's a joyful when we're heading towards a good destination, you know, when we're making this effort. And it's joyful when we do it together. It's joyful when we do it together. <laughs> 